Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Preaching is transformational. Hi, and welcome to the Preaching Points podcast for this week. I'm your host, Brian Hedinga. And if you enjoy our weekly podcast, then you may also be interested in our quarterly audio journal for preachers called Pulpit Talk. Each issue discusses various topics which will help you develop preaching excellence. Pulpit Talk lets you listen to sermons, lets you learn from faculty critiques, and also hear from master preachers on their own sermon preparations. Our 2013-2014, Volume 12, will include topics like preaching historical books, hermeneutics and preaching, preaching grace, and preaching and the urban church. You can find this resource, Pulpit Talk, and more at our Center for Preaching website. Just go to gordonconwell.edu slash preaching. That's gordonconwell.edu slash preaching. And now for this week's podcast, let's join faculty members Matt Kim and Scott Gibson as they discuss the transformational power of preaching. Scott, the Apostle Paul writes to the church in Rome in the 12th chapter, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. What he's really saying is that in the act of preaching, preaching is transformational. And boy, that's something that we trust that God will do through us as we ourselves give ourselves to the task of God transforming us and as our listeners give of themselves as they sit under the authority of God's Word and uh, are transformed by God's Spirit. Sometimes as preachers, we can get stuck in our spiritual development and transformation doesn't seem to happen as quickly as we want. And a lot of times, the transformation doesn't take place as quickly as we want in our listeners. And so how can we encourage pastors today to think about preaching as being a transformational act? Well, one is to recognize that that's what it is. Hmm. That is, God's Word does not come back to him void. And so as he uses us as his servants... We trust that he would be honored through it, but he's going to do his work. There's something amazing about that word that we preach. It's above us. It is powerful, authoritative, and you, in a sense, get out of its way because God's going to do his work. The challenge here, as this text underscores, is that as preacher and as listeners, we want ourselves and our listeners to get out of the way, that is to give into the way of God, that is to, he says, offer yourselves, your minds, your everything as a sacrifice, that is, as something that is God's. And sometimes what happens is, is we, as preachers, think that we can orchestrate it, we can um, initiate it, that we have the power to do it. And 
we want to recognize that we're in submission to the one who is all-powerful, who does his work. And so when this word like this one says, give yourself, he's talking to preachers to do that Mm. and listeners as well. Yeah. In the process of preparing a sermon, sometimes we just focus so much on the listeners that we forget that we are being transformed by the word first. As we think about Robinson's definition of preaching, that it first is applied to the preacher and then by the Holy Spirit's power through the listener. Preachers, I want to encourage you, we want to encourage you to really consider preaching as a worshipful act where we are first transformed by the word and the power of the word and not so much jump straight to the listeners. Yeah, Joseph Stoll talks a lot about this, about the way in which preaching is uh, transformational. In his uh, chapter in The Big Idea of Biblical Preaching, he really underscores this and then uh, in other works that he has uh, done on uh, preaching. It is a key reality of preaching. It's not that preaching just sits there, but there's this word that God uses to make a difference. Mm. And that's transformation. Yeah. Sometimes as we think about our listeners, and I remember as a pastor, I would preach on certain topics or areas of uh, Christian development, and I wouldn't see much change. And personally, to be honest with you, Scott, I, I would I would get frustrated, sure. wondering why these people couldn't get it together. <laughs> and I remember my wife, Sarah, once said to me, as much as you get frustrated with others, think about how difficult it is for you to transform in the ways that you struggle with sin in different areas of your life. And when we do that, and when we realize that it is difficult for us to change ourselves, we'll have more grace toward our listeners as well. So, And yet, we don't want to let up on the expectation that God's going to do his work, mm. and he's going to transform us and our listeners, and that's really the great task of preaching. Uh, that is the great hope of preaching, and that is preaching is transformational. All right, doctors Matt Kim and Scott Gibson with this week's Preaching Points podcast about the transformational power of preaching. And we want to thank you for listening to our weekly podcast from the Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. Every week we try to offer brief reflections on preaching that will point you toward preaching excellence. All right, I'm Brian Henningen. We'll see you next week on Preaching Points. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor.